Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the League One Lounge. Hello, patrons, and welcome back to the League One Lounge. We're back. I'm Danny Brothers, and I'm here in my comfy sofa with my feet up and a Christmas bourbon on the go already, because why not? My good friend Charles Commons is here as well. How are you doing, Charles? Hello, Danny. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you very much. Have you got a Christmas bourbon on the go? Uh, No, not yet. Too early. Too early. You know, shops are starting to sell them now. Christmas bourbons. Disgraceful. Get over Tesco's, go and see Babs. She'll give you one. Give you a nice little oh, Christmas bourbon. Yeah, come on. I um, wish. Week off, well, not a week off, but we just, we uh, staff shortages last week, unfortunately. So um, <laughs> apologies for that. I, th- I threw out a League One quiz for Sorry. people, for, for you lovely people on patrons to, to try and make up for it. Um, but of course, nothing lives up to the hype and the fun of League One week in, week out. So shall we get into it? Because it's going to be busy. Busy, it is busy be week. Busy. Before we start, busy though, you've week. mentioned quizzes. Can we just say well done to Gareth for coming yes. 14th? Yes, well done, Gareth. In his um, quiz, like, I don't know, quizzer of the year quiz, is it? I, I can't remember exactly what it was now. I apologise, but quiz it was incredible. Finished 14th. <laughs> I love you trying to salvage the fact you didn't know, but just say quiz quiz, quiz of the year. <laughs> yes, yeah, quiz of the year. Yeah. Quiz of quiz of the year. I don't know. Yeah, He's a good It was quizzer. very, very good. Well done, Gareth. Well done, Incredible Gareth. achievement. What I would like to know is who finished 15th. Mm, that'd be fuming. Hey, go pop that in the slack, please, Gareth. I'd love Absolutely. To. In fact, fuming. give us the top 20. That'd be amazing. I'd love to know it. Yeah. Give us a rundown. Anyway, um, League One. Uh, deadline day. Windows slammed shut, as we said on the main pod this week. Um, bang. 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 Some League One deals to talk about. Um we won't go through all of them because that's a bit silly, but um, Admiral Musquay, who we're after, gone from Luton to Exeter. Don't know a massive amount of, about him apart from the fact that we've apparently been on his case all summer. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I, I knew nothing of him. 
before. Um, lovely name, though. Admiral. Lovely name. Admiral. Ad- admirable name, of course. Um, name. One of the ones that stood out to me, Kabongo Shimanga, only because going from Peter mm. to Fleetwoods on loan, sort of player that I would have been relatively excited about, I want to say, if he'd come in, because we've been linked with him in the past. I, I do wonder whether we, we'd had a look at that, because Fleetwoods at the moment, are all, we'll come to that later, but they're all over the place. Mm. Uh, he's a different type of striker to what we've got already. Potentially would have been good here as well. I, I just get the feeling that, because it, it's a loan, isn't it? Because mm. they only, they, they took him on loan, Peterborough this is, back in January, um, which was a loan with a view to a permanent move. And I think that was all down to the whole FFP situation, as far as I remember, the reason why they did it in that way. So he signed permanently in July, and now he's gone out on loan. Now, that suggests to me that they're almost regretting that decision to bring him in back in January. He hasn't done what they wanted him to do, potentially. But the fact that he's gone off to another League One club on loan is a, I I would say, is a good thing for the player because he's not had to drop down. Because, I mean, he was in the conference, wasn't he, when Peterborough mm-hmm. picked him up? But was he Chesterfield? Mm-hmm. Um, is that where they bought him from? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that for the player, it's going to be good. Can he have an impact in, in League One? He's going to be looking to, to try and, you know, do as best as he can there. But, yeah, a little bit of a a surprising move. And I wonder how he will be feeling about it now after the news that's come out of Fleetwood since then yes we'll come on to that um James Abankwa not Abankwa James Abankwa from Udinese to Charlton from Udinese really Udinese yeah yeah that's incredible Irish born started his career at Letterkenny Rovers uh, went to Cherry Orchard, St. Patrick's, and then Udinese now he's gone on loan went on loan back to St. Patrick's but then he's gone on loan to Charlton don't know a lot about him, right? Wow, now. yeah, James the Bank. What was that lad that we we signed? Was it last year or the year before that came that had, that had been at like Milan and <laughs> places? Yeah, who was that? I can't remember. He was one. Irish, wasn't he? I can't remember. Completely forgot. He, he, yeah. he was so memorable. We've forgotten him. Are you talking about um, Flores? No, no, this was this was oh no, he was was he in New Zealand? international maybe oh i can't think who he was there was somebody that had had a spell at either ac or inter milan in their youth and had come come through that and then they'd gone to spain had a spell in spain oh, where, got a massive injury maybe an acl or something and the then Brady, signed you know? by the cobblers recently it's not that long ago yeah maybe curl yeah oh, i don't know I'll see the Slack, please, ladies and gents. Who the hell am I talking about? Who is Charles talking about? Charlie McNeil, come from Manchester United. No, it's not him. No, (laughs) come from Man United to Stevenage. Stevenage's doing a lot lot of good business. Another one in there. Mm. Uh, Old Charlie McNeilzer. They also signed Stevenage Kane Hemmings, I noticed. Yes, they did. Very late. Mm. Which seems like, which is a very, very Steve Evans Stevenage signing, if you ask me. Yeah. I don't think he's going to do much in League One, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Q goal against us. Well, yeah. thankfully, we've already played them, so we won't be for a while if it happens. Yeah. Elliot Embleton. I've all forgotten what I just said. <laughs> yeah. Elliot Embleton, Sunderland to Derby. He's a good player. He 
he um, played for Grimsby, I think, against us a few years ago. And yes. Sean um, on loan from Sunderland. So he's gone to Derby on loan. That's a good signing for them. Brandon, I think he Cook- was in the documentary, wasn't he? Ambleton? It possibly was, yeah. Was, yeah. And, uh, Brandon Cooper, Swansea Torian on loan. Got, um, Marshall Godo, Fulham to Wigan loan. Okay. Go- Godo Wigan. That's what they said to him. <laughs> you literally only put that in for that joke, didn't you? <laughs> yeah okay fine I mean yeah uh, Tenai Watson from MK to Charlton you've got John John Kaimani Gordon from Palace to Cambridge and loan I mean there's not a lot of massive deals going through which fills me with a little bit of hope there's probably more bigger deals going on in League 2 than there is in League 1 on deadline day it seems oh, gotcha. like everyone, yeah. everyone seems to have got their house in order a little bit um, one sign in that I do want to talk about it happened quite late Bez Labala mm. from Blackpool to mm. Burton don't know, yeah. lovely old job for, for Bez there coming in. I didn't even realise he was still at Blackpool. Still getting a... He's still only 25 as well, which is mad. His, his Blackpool contract expired in the summer, but that was the last team he was at. And now he's yeah, popped up at, at Burton. And that, just, that's what like, we, so we talk was... about this on the pod, don't we? About panic silence and about you know, what we used to do. And Bez Labaro is a prime example of that. Of absolutely of, of yes. waiting till the last minute and then going who's about, who's available on a free. Uh, I'm not convinced that's a that's anywhere near the type of player you want to be relying on in League One. Is it? No. I mean, he was he was on loan last year at Colchester. That's mm. you know how. <laughs> How do you go from Colchester to f- wherever he's gone, Burton, Burton. I, I, and without being good? good. <laughs> like, I mean, they've had a bad start to the season, but they've been doing some good business from on paper, Burton, and it doesn't seem mm. to fit in with what they've done already. No, it's a strange one, that one. I don't quite get mm. it. Andy Carroll, gone. Not a Reddit Gone. Anymore. No, he's uh, <laughs> signed for French Minnows, Amiens. Army on. It's a great side in that. Yeah. It's a lovely little transfer. I love it. Uh, played alongside. Where are you going, Andy Carroll? Once of England and Newcastle United. I uh, uh, don't know. Don't know. as well, Andy Carroll. He was, yeah, yeah. Don't know. I'm uh, going to Ami, Amiens. 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 I think. Yeah. Oh. Amiens. Trabiens. Trabiens. Yeah. Look, I was looking forward to Sam Sherry having a, having a go at him, but not oh. to be. Not Bless to be. Him that match um johnson clark harris what what a time this is here we uh, go lads and lasses <laughs> uh, obviously peter Bruce, johnson clark harris uh from, he, he didn't look interested against the saddle i thought he was completely off color when he played against us the other the other week um was set to join bristol rovers for what the fee is believed to be in the region of eight hundred thousand pounds which is ridiculous Ooh. this is the type of thing we've got to compete with um move collapsed though How much- Sorry. Sorry, I was going to say, how much did Bristol Rovers sell him to Posh for? It can't have been that much, would it? I don't know. Right, you, I'll, I'll, I'll find out. You carry Google on. It. Yeah. Um, yeah, got to 11 o'clock and move broke down because Bristol Rovers didn't do their paperwork on time. The absolute slugs. It's hilarious, that. Yeah. So they released a statement, Bristol Rovers, um, saying that they tried to sign him, but blamed late changes to the deal that prevented it from being complete. Somebody's lost a pen. Somebody's <laughs> like t- 
laptops crashed or something. <laughs> but again, why are you doing this right at the last minute? If you're if you've got your eyes on him, if you and you're signing him to be their number nine, I'd assume, just to be their their kind of marquee signing of the summer. Why are you even the day before? Well, what are you doing? Yeah, it's um weird that isn't but it? But I think yeah So it, a, a, apparently Bristol Rovers this is according to transfermarkt.co.uk um so it was on August 27th 2020 Bristol Rovers si- sold uh Johnson Clark Harris to Peterborough for 1.4 million mm. so uh, they've bought him back for 800k so they're still in profit well yeah. if they would be if they'd actually done it i guess Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so then um, Darren Ferguson's now going to try and embed him back into his team and uh, see how he goes there. But yeah, love to see Bristol Rovers just not getting something done. Don't you? Excellent. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, I because I mean this is the thing, right? This is the second stupid thing that Bristol Rovers have done, right? <laughs> recent recent times. Um, first of all, they decided to demolish their stand before they actually had planning permission <laughs> to build the new no, one. They've got this I mean, little square of stands now. Have you seen it? They've got like a, a tiny little one now with seats in. I've not seen it. Yeah, no, I might have it looks look like it something up. from the county ground. It's brilliant. Oh, brilliant. So they've got the cricket side up and running uh, now, and they've then not been able to actually finalise what would be a pretty marquee signing for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, brilliant i mean you'd love to see it it's so good i love it absolutely love it shall we take a trip to tin tact corner oh yeah should we just wander over yeah let's go let's. into tin, tin tact corner over here plus, two seconds two oh. managers got the tin tack this week dean holden the first one couldn't hold on to his job though could he um lost it <laughs> <laughs> been there since December 2022, so not 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 a lot of time that he's been there. 19th in the table, not win since be- beating Orient on the first day of the season. Uh, Danny Sender and Glyn Schimmel also leaving the club, but not. They have acted quickly, and we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording our main pod. This mm. kind of thing makes you a little bit worried, do we think? Yeah, we didn't actually end up talking about it, did we, on the pod recording itself? But John Brady's name has been mentioned Mm -hmm. as being a candidate for the job. And we also, we've we've heard that there has been an official approach Mm -hmm. um, by Charlton for John Brady to at least chat. I will caveat that with, um, they also did exactly the same with Dave Challoner. Mm-hmm. And he was apparently going to take the job um, until the last minute he decided against it. I don't know what the reason is for that is, but that's what was reported was that he'd basically agreed terms and then all of a sudden, no, he wasn't going. Um, there's nothing else to add to that in terms of, you know, there's no news. There's there's no, uh, in a way, I think there's no fear that John Brady's actually going to leave. Um, for the Charlton job, little tiny, you know, thing. I, I think I said uh, on our WhatsApp before Danny was that: Are we kidding ourselves thinking that Brady won't leave just because of this connection that he's built or helped to build between the club and the fan base again? Do you no, think that? 
I don't We're think kidding so. ourselves a little. No, bit. no. I, I, I think there's there's the, as big a connection as anyone's had with the club as a manager, isn't there? There's a, you can't. It, it is a major thing in football in the way that he came through la- the last couple of seasons and how he was at the end of last season, um, almost in tears at his, in his interview after the game about with all the things he's gone through. It's not just a managerial job for him. It's so much different to to any other manager we've had. Is it's not it's not only the connection to the fans. It's the connection to the club itself. It's the staff. It's what what he's gone through to get to this point. And I think there'll be part of him that wants to carry on that story and to 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 prove himself to stay up at League One level. The the I, I, I don't see it with Charlton. I just don't I don't see it as a wise move for him career wise at all. Because they're clearly I don't think the it's type... a wise career move for anybody. No, that's no, no, fair. Um, <laughs> It it just seems like the type of club that will sack him within a couple of months if he doesn't go well, and he, he won't mm-hmm. it won't appease the fans at all. It, like the no. fans won't be happy with them going for Brady. They're fa- they're they're quite high on wanting Lebo you back in terms of. Well, I saw uh, somebody actually uh, on on Twitter, a Charlton fan, replied to or quote tweeted a, an article that basically mentioned in the headline John Brady and Dave Challoner. And they said something like, why are we going for these League Two managers? You know, we're Charlton Athletic kind of thing. And somebody basically replying back sort of going, because that's the kind of calibre that you can now currently attract. You <laughs> Basically, you've got to realise that yeah. you are not the club that you think that you are anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and therefore, this is where you're, this is the pool that you're doing your business in, basically. Um, yeah. So deal with it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's a it's a topic for another day, I think. Really, mm-hmm. when we're talking, maybe on the main pod, or we do a different, you know, bonus pod all together about it. But essentially, there's a part of me that there, there's this big thing where I just sort of go, no, he won't leave. There's this connection. If John Brady's going to go anywhere, it's going to be to a much much bigger job with a massive massive pay rise, and you know, it's it's going to take something quite remarkable to see him leave. Mm-hmm. um this job of his own volition yeah um but <laughs> it's a part of me that worries that there's that I small part seeing well yeah. i i'm worrying that we we build it up a little bit too much to being more than it is and that actually it will hurt more therefore when he does go to a club like charlton you know if that mm. was to actually happen I, i'd then be like I'd be gutted. There's no other way. I would genuinely be gutted. I was gutted when Chris Wilder left, okay, and went to Sheffield United. The only thing that stopped me from feeling really awful and and basically piling on the club for it was the fact that he was going to manage his boyhood team. Mm -hmm. Well, he could easily have gone to Charlton at that point, ironically, as well. Well, exactly. And I mean, to be honest, had he gone to Charlton, I think I would have been really angry and really annoyed Mm -hmm. that, that that was the move that had been taken. Um, so yeah, I'm just worried that, that, that I'm worried that he will, and that we don't really realize that, or we don't really know him or that we're Mm. not, we should be treating him the same as we do anybody else. And just because he's got a connection to the County, because don't forget, he never played for us. He was never our player. Um, no, but I don't the only the first time that he actually had anything to do with us was when he came in under Justin Edinburgh to manage the, you know, the whatever the under sixteens maybe. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't think you have to have played for us to that. Though. I do think it's it counts for a lot. And talking to him and listening to him in interviews and stuff, you just get that sense that it does mean a lot to him. 
so it'll take something. I don't think it'll be this. So. It be this. So. Do, you want, do you want some runners and riders? Yes, please. I know you like a good list. Michael Appleton, top of the list of, of the betting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dave Chandler up there as well. As I say, they, they, the fans really want Lee Bowyer back. Uh, Danny Cowley is in there. This is a completely different list to the League Two one, so apologies. Um, list. Um, Darren Moore would be a, would be a good shout. I think he's he's up there in the list. <laughs> Obviously, okay. Sol Campbell's in there. Thirty three to one. He's in there every time. Kevin Phillips. They're doing some good things with South Shields. Uh, is he his, still with South Shields? I don't think he is, but I know he was quite highly rated, wasn't he? Yeah, he uh, was. Yeah, big uh, big Carl Robinson. Nigel Adkins, same old names, isn't it? Pete Wilde, Sean Derry, Brian Barry Murphy, Dave Artell, Steve Evans, 33 to 1. Chris and uh, Chris Wilder is up there. See, it? I I mean, I, looking through this list, there are still a couple that, that make me... <laughs> Robbie Fowler is always there, isn't he? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there, there's one. Um, no, there, there are a couple that, that do make me sort of go, oh, that that might work. I mean, there are there are names that appear that you think... Oh, they were up and coming at one point and were doing really well. And Mark Warburton, I mean, he was he, he basically started the Brentford revolution, didn't he, Mark Warburton? I think it was just um, before that, though, wasn't it? I think he might have been there right at the start, yeah, but not like in their current guys, from what I remember. No, but I, he then gets a move to QPR and doesn't, and that's the last club that he's been at and hasn't really Rangers done or? anything else since. Is he at Rangers now? I think he was for a little bit, not now. But okay. I'm sure he was for a bit. Um, but yeah, I just don't. Um, it's it's weird when I look at that. There are there are ones on here that I think would suit. I mean, they've got Chris Powell in there, haven't they? Who was who has managed Charlton before? Uh, Chris Powell off of Ted Lasso. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him off of the England coaching setup. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, I. It's weird, but the, like. There, where, where is it? Paul Tisdale is in there. He's still there, yeah. Still there. I mean, Paul Tisdale, the Charlton Athletic. Are you joking? <laughs> no, not going to happen. Um, joining him in Ting Tat's corner, uh, Scott Brown of Fleetwood. Who all the noises over the summer with Fleetwood that were saying, oh, you know, all the the stuff going on with the chairman and everything wasn't going to have an impact. They're set up well. They did a good end to the season, or they're well set up. They're making some good signings, but winless um, at the start of the season. One point from the first six games, gone. Mm. Off he pops. And I can't help but feel like quite bad for Scott Brown on this because last season he was was doing really well with them. Mm. Um, And then it it feels like he has been um, scapegoated here, Mm -hmm. to be honest, because I don't think it's his fault I, I think when you look at the off-field issues that has got more you you should be if you're a Fleetwood fan I think you should be looking more at off-pitch matters in the boardroom and what's going on at your club mm-hmm. more than what's happening on the pitch at the moment because we know as Cobblers fans more than most that you know it's stuff off-pitch really does have an effect doesn't matter who the manager is. Doesn't matter what players you've got there. They're all human beings at the end of the day. And if you don't get the, you know, the 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 ambience, the the atmosphere right, and you don't give them the structure and the place to perform well, then they're not going to. No. So, 
but always good to Feel see feel a bit this. sorry for Scott Brown I'll always be good good to see a, a, a rifle in this position well I don't know if I like the fact that he's been sacked part of me thinks well actually look I'm worried that they get somebody in. in that turns it around. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, it's weird timing at the end, right at the end of the transfer window and everything, isn't it? It's very odd. Um, and I do like how they said, Brown has left the club with immediate effect, as if they're going to say, oh, it's not going to Wednesday, but you know, give, him, <laughs> give him some time to clear the desk out. Uh, but no, gone. So we'll see what happens there in the next couple of weeks. Obviously, most clubs have now got an international break to try and sort themselves out. So it's not mm. going to happen straight away. I don't think in, in either case. But didn't they, they've only just signed... Who was Shim- it that they Shimanga. just signed? Shimanga. Shimanga, yeah. I, I, why would you make that signing? And then, sat, you know, you've, you, you've just brought in a, in, a, in a player who I think we would agree that if he'd come to the Cobblers, we'd have been pretty happy with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not, yet you're not giving the manager the chance to actually see whether that works. No. And you, That's you, weird. You, you think, was it? actually the manager who signed him or, or what? Because if it is, it's like, it is very odd to be like, right, yeah, go and, go and choose, go and sign someone, go and pick a player and then go, go actually. And for the player as well, that must be, he must be really, really pissed off because it's like, okay, I've, yeah. I've been sold this club by the manager, whatever, excited to sign. You know, the manager was a big, you know, all those usual things that people say, the manager was a major reason why I signed, all that kind of stuff. And now it's gone. All right, well, I'm not here anymore. Yeah. See you later. Yeah, weird. But, yeah. I, I particularly enjoy, by the way, that the BBC article about this, uh, of course, relates it immediately back to the old firm yes. um, <laughs> by saying that his Fleetwood exit was announced just a couple of hours before the first Rangers Celtic derby of the season. <laughs> yeah. yeah, how dare they? <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Oh, so yes, Ting Tac Corner sorted, sorted all right. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, let's get some games. In. Exeter, top of the league. Who saw mm. that coming? Beat Burton 1-0 at the weekend. Trevitt with the goal. Ryan, Ryan. Trevitt mm. taking them there against Dino Marmalade's Burton. Burton having a really, really poor start to the season. Um, but Exeter, top of the league, surprisingly. I mean, fair play to them. I mean, I don't expect them to stay there. I feel like I said that about Stevenage last year as well, oh, about this sort of did, time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, maybe they're, maybe they're looking to emulate their Southern friends, Plymouth, mm. um, who obviously did a storming, uh, you know, season last year uh, in league one. I, I'm surprised that extra are up there. Um, fantastic start to the season for them. 
fan-owned club, of course, showing of course, everybody yeah. how to do it, as yeah. some I'm sure would say. Um, yeah, I I am surprised by that. Burton, I, I, I'm equally surprised at, to be honest, because Dino Marmalade had done a pretty good job yeah, and they back made some end good of last year well, after they? taking over from his good friend Jimmy the Twit. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I think Burton fans were looking, were really looking forward. If you follow, um, uh, is it is his name Ed Walker? I can't think of his surname. Ed, who has been a been on the preview show before as a Burton fan uh, for us, he was one of the hosts of the D three D four podcast up until that finished at the end of last season. Burton fan, and he actually was really looking forward to this season because he was looking forward to seeing the next step of you know what Dino Marmalade could do and unfortunately it's just not actually gone the way that anybody expected I don't think strange wasn't very strange very strange um but actually sitting top going into a mini mm. break so there's a few games on next week but they'll uh, sitting pretty either way uh Bolton hot on their heels with 13 points as well they beat Derby 2-1 in the championship manager 2000-2001 special uh, <laughs> Charles you scored it's called a penalty. Did I? Yes. Oh, you did. I'm very good at penalties. You did. Yeah. Um, two penalties in this one given by, um, this is no surprise to you, Charles Breakspear. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Old Charlie B. Old Charlie B. So Derby scored there. So the Derby scored a goal and then mm. got given a penalty because there was some sort of kerfuffle in there when they scored the goal. So Charlie B didn't give the goal. He just gave a penalty instead. For and You would have thought, just leave it and give the goal. goal right? Yeah. <laughs> you would have thought. Yeah, uh, but no, it's Charlie Breakspear, so we know he, he works in mysterious ways. Um, hmm. Charles, you scored for Bolton, third in three games for him, Dion Charles. Amazing. Then the derby keeper was sent off, Joe Wildsmith, off he pops. And then an own goal from Tyrese Fauna wins it for those jolly trotters. <laughs> well done. Well done. All, the, all this um, like, last little bit happened within 15 minutes of each other, a bit of a wild old time. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, but It's interesting how um you know talking about the the goal no goal penalty instead situation mm. i swear we're the only sport in the world football where that would happen uh i was at the netball today watching my daughter play her first league match of the season and you know one of the things that happens it, obviously it's an it's supposedly a non-contact sport netball it's it's not it's anything but however if you do touch the player that is holding the ball, then that's called, you get called for contact. It's essentially a free pass or depending on where you are on the court, if you're in the D, in the goal scoring D, then then you can take a shot. And you see it happen a lot where contact gets called as as the ball is then shot at the net. But if the, if the ball goes in the net, then the, the goal is given. You know the point is scored. They don't then say no. Let's take it back, and now you have the other attempt to score. It's you've scored, so therefore, you know the contact didn't stop you from scoring. So we just carry on. We note the fact that the player, you know, did contact you, but um, but that's it. You carry on the game. It, it's weird that football doesn't have that same kind of rule because, of course, there's no guarantee that you go on and score the penalty, but you've scored a goal. The goal, from your point of view, was totally legit. Mm. The fact that you got fouled in the bit—weird, just strange. Don't understand weird. that at all. Sort it out, Charlie. Crying out loud. 
Leighton Orient nil, Stevenage three, fourth win of the season for Big Steve Evans in his Merry Men. Charlie McNeil on his debut, talked about him earlier, got one. Dan Sweeney and then Nick Freeman, a screamer, and you love to see it, under the side of the bar, down onto the grass, into the net. Love it. Love it. That's the best kind of goal, I'll always say. If it just catches catches the crossbar and bounces just in but it has to hit the net as well they can't just hit the hit the bar and then drop in and sneak over the line if no it, it's if got it to go thwack the bar on the ground into the net yes. love it lovely goal Leighton Orient not not having it's weird how this happens isn't it the the team that go up as champions are often the team that don't perform that well out of all four or three depending on who you are you know out of the promoted sides the following season it's weird. Mm. It's all it, whether it's because of the fact that they get scalped, i.e., loads of other teams come in and take their players and the manager or whatever. We'd know all about that, of course. Um, or whether it's just because maybe they think, well, we're the champions. They get a bit 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 too big for their boots, maybe, and they go in full of overconfidence. And and then mm. you know results like this. I mean, last year they had two. These these two played two fairly dull games. I think one was nil nil. Mm. One was one all. Both of them around about Christmas time. Both of them on Sky, I think, as well. And you know, Stevenage going away to Orient and just hammering them three nil is, yeah, well, amazing, unexpected. Yeah, such a, a great day out Shouldn't for them happen. again. We know mm-hmm. what we know what fun a good day out in in uh, Orient is, don't we? Um, <laughs> but no, Stevenage carrying on. They had a little bit of a, I think they had one bad result, but then they've, they've bounced back and got yeah. this away day and it's it's looking so good for them we all kind of said at the start of the season we think they're going to be the ones out of the four that have set up the best to finish yeah. the highest and so far it is showing that very early days but it, so far it, it is seeming like it's there no one's figuring them out yet and they're surprising everyone no. just as exactly as we thought was going to happen i yeah i think that's it that it's the element of surprise it is exactly what happened with us under ian atkins i think that is exactly what's going on here I would be amazed now if they... I, I, I don't want to write them off at all. I think they finish in the playoffs now. I, I, I look at it, and if you're going to liken it to what happened with us under Atkins, they finish in the playoffs or, or just outside of it. I wouldn't but, be surprised at all. In, in no, I wouldn't. And it's it's annoying. <laughs> It is, yeah, very, very <laughs> annoying, but they're doing well. Um, Matt Farley will be on the moon somewhere at the minute, oh. I'd imagine. I mean, they're third. They're third, yeah. Absolutely. He'll be in a bush somewhere. Blood. <laughs> <laughs> Oxford won. They didn't win. Oxford won Port Vale 2. 99th minute penalty winning this for, for Port Vale. Mark Harris sent off for Oxford. Allegedly an elbow. Nobody saw it on the cameras um, before Port Vale then took the lead. Greg Lee equalised and then got sent off. Love that. So he, Port he vale. popped, popped one in and then got sent off. So Oxford down to nine men. Port Vale won a penalty, 99th minute and won it. Alfie Devine uh, on loan from Spurs, hammering that spot kick in. For Port I mean, vale. I'm so, I mean, I actually think that this is, Port Vale are more, more surprising than Stevenage. Mm. They got hammered 7-0 on the opening day away at Barnsley. And yet, since then, they've not lost. They've drawn one and won their other four games. I, I just, you know, it's incredible. Plus, they they went. Uh, they're in the third round of the EFL Cup as well. They they beat um, Crew 
I think it was on penalties. 2-0 on penalties, by the way, Danny. Have yeah. you ever seen <laughs> yeah, I love that, such yeah. a ridiculously small penalty shootout score? Um, they're incredible. They're up to fourth. And mm-hmm. everybody, I think everybody that I saw pre-season was pretty much saying that they were worried about Port Vale for this season. Second year in League One for them, of course. Most of the pundits were, were suggesting that they will be down in, you know, to, not necessarily in the bottom four, but would be down maybe the bottom six or bottom eight mm-hmm. and, and would be involved in that relegation battle. So far, that they are battling. They are in a battle, but it's for bloody promotion at the other end. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Won't last long, though, will it, until they come up against the mighty cobblers in the next match. Mm. So that, that'll separate the weak from the chaff, won't it? <laughs> Speaking of the chaff, Peterborough Ooh. lost 3 1 at Portsmouth. Uh, Peterborough had beaten, yeah, Posh had beaten Portsmouth, I think, in the EFL Cup in midweek. But um, Portsmouth, you, you would take it, wouldn't you, over the two games? You think you want to get them points in the bag in the league if, you, if you've got the choice. But third defeat in a row for that blue lot. Love to see it. it. Wonderful stuff. Well done, Portsmouth. Well done, Portsmouth, indeed. Uh, I mean, the, the interesting thing about this, of course, is that um, they played each other at, at Fratton Park um, on Tuesday night as well in the mm-hmm. EFL Cup second round. Yeah. Um, Peterborough came out on top on that game. Um, 5-4 on penalties. Um, Peterborough, interestingly, had a man sent off in that game. Charlie O'Connell was sent off for Posh in the EFL Cup game. But then, other way around this Saturday, um, too, too Portsmouth win three yeah. one. Yeah, and but then they, are, yeah, Joe Morrell in the eighty eighty fifth minute. Yeah, it's too late to make a difference. But it's strange how that's happened. And I also noted that um, at former cobbler Regan Paul. Yes, it went in the goals. Yeah, scoring. Love that. Absolutely yeah. love it. And do you know that there's one thing that really kind of upset me as I came out the ground on Saturday after losing to Wickham. And that was the fact that when I looked at the league table and saw that Wickham were ninth, yeah, because that's, that's where we would have been had we would won it? that game. Oh, if we'd have won, um, yeah, yeah. If we'd have won that game, we'd have been ninth. Mm. Um, do and we I'd th- have been like, ugh. Do it. we think Grant McCann's starting to get a little bit of a twitch of a bat signal? Isn't he doing terribly, though, with Doncaster? <laughs> he is, yeah. Exactly. I can't see his... I, I don't think his stock is high enough. <laughs> it's always high enough for Posh. Get him in. <laughs> Get him in there. Well done. Um, Imagine. I'll flick through some of the others. Cheltenham nil, Barnsley 2. We play Barnsley relatively soon. I think it's our next home game. But Cheltenham still rock bottom. One point. Um, that's another defeat. Devante Cole is sixth of the season. Cheltenham had a corner for that goal and the Barnsley just broken away and... Cheltenham all over the place and Giovanni Cole just hammered it in. Max Watt is scoring late on. Cheltenham just look a complete shit show at the minute. They look And and still no goals either. Still, no, exactly. No, no goals. Unbelievable. No goals at all. They they did manage to muster five shots on target though, which yeah. is the same as Barnsley. Um But that in, says in it all then that is they're just not clinical enough. And no. like, like we've learned, you can't do it in League One. It's they they seem to be just getting cast adrift already, and not yeah. necessarily in terms of points, but in their performances. And mm-hmm. you, you, I, I just feel like that it's getting made for Cheltenham to sack their manager Wade Elliott, and Steve Cottrell's just going to go back 
and keep him up. I feel like that's the story here. If I had to write oh, okay. it, that, that's what's going to happen. Steve Cottrell of Shrewsbury. Yeah, when he got sacked, he got sacked in in the summer of Shrewsbury. Yeah, and obviously he's got a massive connection to Cheltenham already. I feel yeah, like that's so that, that, if, if if I you know I like a good book, Charles. If I was writing the book on Cheltenham season, <laughs> that's the way I'd go. You like so, a big book, yeah? What, yeah. What's this book. space? What's this space? Uh, Charlton two, Fleetwood one, Alfie May both the goals for Charlton is getting off the mark. Then managerless at the moment. Charlton and Fleetwood, obviously, as well. So that was the, the the last nail in the coffin, which in itself says it's a bit odd to say the final nail in the coffin is Charlton away, losing 2-1. Mm. Again, it just feels weird timing because they've taken the lead. They've been pegged back. You, you've been beaten by a stronger and bigger club, I guess, narrowly. Again, it, it seems like it's a little bit harsh for, for Mick Fleetwood to go and sack sack old, uh, old Fermi yep. himself. It does, yeah. I mean, Charlton were always going to have a bit of a bounce. I felt so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And no manager bounce, yeah. yeah, yeah, no manager bounce, yeah. Uh, Belinda Carlisle built in Shrewsbury two nil. That's first win of the season for Carlisle. They finally found, well, I say they found some goals. Tom Bailey scored no goal. <laughs> they thought they felt sorry for him. They thought they'll just score one for him. So Tom Bailey scored one for him. Joe Garner with a breakaway to score the second. Well done, Belinda, off the mark. Blackpool 2, Wigan 1. 94th minute winner for Blackpool. And Wigan, who seemed to be getting going when they beat us, and then I think they won a couple of games later to go up to two points. They've just been stuck on it for the last couple of weeks. I thought they'd be storming up the league, but that's a bad mm. defeat to Blackpool. That's, that's un- completely unexpected to me. I think, because we were saying, weren't we, after the, uh, I think, we, did they beat Bolton 4-0 or something um, yeah. a couple of weeks back? Yeah, away yeah. from home as well, yeah. And and so we were kind of going, oh, that makes our game, you know, our defeat to them look much better mm-hmm. because, you know, they've gone away to Bolton who were storming ahead. Uh, and and trounce them, and and yet now uh, it doesn't look as good anymore, um, really, which is a shame. And and I think you know, I mean, this goes back to more of a discussion that we were having on the main pod. But you know, it's essentially just just shows that we're ruining, not taking our chance in, and not being clinical enough. You you spoke about being clinical about Cheltenham. I mean, we're pretty much in the same boat, although you know we have scored a few more goals. But I mean, we're on minus one goal difference at the moment, Danny. I don't, you know, it it kind of worries me that yeah, we've scored five, conceded six. Um, I mean, if I just look at the top goal scorers in the division, are Barnsley I mean, because of their opening day seven they'll win. I imagine with that, they've scored fourteen so far. But you know, Bolton have got twelve. The majority of the clubs that are above us, as you'd expect, have all scored you know, eight, seven, eight, nine or more. Um, that's it, that's where our problem is, quite clearly. And that's disappointing. It is, in the words of Ashley Hoskins, very disappointing. <laughs> um, I'm going to brush Bristol Rovers 1, Abraham Lincoln City 1 under the carpet. Not often I do brush that for it. one all, but I'm going to do it because it's Bristol Rovers. So sod off, get under that carpet, you slugs. <laughs> uh, Monday, Sky, Cambridge v Reading. You watching that? Sky Sports. Is it really? Yeah. Interesting. I, do you know what? I actually will watch that. Yeah. Should be a nice little I've Monday decided. night. Well, Monday yeah, night football. Do you think they'll, they'll have all the analysis going on in the studio and all the big table and stuff? I think Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher are going to be there at the Abbey in the Cowfield doing all their tactical and stuff. And Karen Carney. Don't forget Karen. Karen. Carney. So I haven't watched it for ages. So. 
Oh, yeah, Karen Carney is the new addition to Monday Night Football. Okay. Not okay. watch. She's, a, she, of course, got all of the uh, the sexists out in force. Yeah, of course. Uh, yes, misogynists yeah. are out on Twitter every Monday night now. Um, so, yeah, you know where they are. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I don't, th- I don't think we're going to be getting all that tactical analysis on no, Cambridge Reading. We might so. get Armandone in the studio, maybe. Oh, that would be incredible. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Who do, who do you think would be in there for Cambridge versus Reading? Anyone oh, that you, Dave Kitson? Dave, Dave Kitson, Kitson played yes. both. Yeah, play for, get him in there. Get him right in there. Get Dave I can't Kitson believe I plucked that out of the air. That's what amazing. Come on, Dave Kitson. There's Anyone no one would think I, If you're listening for the first time, then you'd think <laughs> I'd know my stuff, wouldn't you? Haven't heard that. Brilliant. Yeah, get him Incredible. in there. Big Monday Incredible. night treat there, Cambridge v Reading. Uh, I, yeah. I will watch that. That'll be yeah. interesting. Um, um, I'll enjoy it. Next weekend, international break. Obviously, there are only two games in League One. Mm. We've got X2 against Orient and Stevenage against Carlisle. So I'm not sure if we're going to take a trip to the lounge next week or whether we're going to do something different, but it doesn't make a lot of sense to do two games. <laughs> and uh, we're definitely not going to be able to play Charles versus the Patreons next week because that's given you not a lot of pick. So we will take an international break for Charles versus the Patrons as well. We'll um, we'll get something in for next week, whether it will be the League One Lounge or not, I'm not sure. But in terms of Charles versus the Patrons, we'll go back to a couple of weeks ago for results time. You were facing Charles Ryan Eldred mm. a couple of weeks ago, cast your mind back. You chose Burton against Bolton from a couple of weeks ago. That ended 1-1. So, brilliant. Ryan chose Wigan against Barnsley, which ended two 0 to Barnsley. Oh, so two that goals means you, yeah. So two goals apiece, a draw. So you both score those points. Fab. Two goals apiece, two points each, both of them off the mark. Patrons three two up going into the international break. Go on, patrons. Like so, um, Danny, I'd like to good. say on behalf of me and all the patrons, well yeah. done for getting a much better game together this year. Uh, <laughs> well, we got we got points on the board. <laughs> exactly there That's are good. points on the board for both the board. participants yes exactly well so um yeah we'll come back to charles versus the patrons after the international break um and we'll get something in for next weekend to cover off the league one lounge in whatever form that might take um but charles thank you for joining me in the lounge thank you danny yes we will uh, enjoy this international break where we'll do some international themed pods next week Ooh. Uh, but we shall see. Um, I'll see Maybe you. we should do a watch along of whoever yeah. Scotland are playing so we <laughs> can see how Kizza gets along. Well, it's under 21, isn't it? Is yeah, it? It's not, we'll it's find not a stream Scotland. somewhere. We'll find a stream somewhere, yeah. Get, we'll do a watch along, yeah. Get it in there. Or we'll watch the, the lowest ranked international game of the weekend. Oh. Get that on. Whatever that Get might be. There might be some good f- fun fixtures to come. We've got England against Scotland, actually, isn't it? In the in the men's yes, internationals, it is, and point, England versus Ukraine as well. Ukraine, yes, yeah. So we've got some uh, some good games to look forward to. But Andorra versus Belarus sticks out to me Oof. as the potential for, for watch long. <laughs> come on, Andorra! Come on, Andorra! Many have tried. Thank you for joining us in the lounge this week. We'll be back for more fun and games from League One in the future weeks. Thank you, Charles. Good night. God bless. Don't let them bed bugs bite, will you? We'll see you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.